0: Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash,
1: And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own
0: terms. Class is in session. Ladies and gents, beautiful people of the world, this is another episode of the New School of Success. We're so grateful that you're back again. I mean, all of the, the just devoted listeners, the billions of you, we just love having you back. So just continue to tell, tell all your friends, because I think we're gonna hit seven billion, I think, uh, in the near future, and I'm just really, really excited about that. So make sure that every single person on the planet- That's a, a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah, we're getting numbers over here. We're getting yeah. numbers. Um, not billions, but we're, we're getting numbers. And uh, since we're here on the new School of Success, we started a new tradition and we're really excited about it where we talk about and give, give some props to people that have left us some thoughtful reviews and really have pet our egos. So <laughs> with that yes. said, I'm going to kick it over to Julian for this week's reviewer of the week. What's up? What's up?
1: So today we have one from Colleen. Love these guys, positive energy and amazing info. I'm actually seeing success in a whole new light and, am, and have been more consistent than ever since listening. Huh? Whoa. How Colleen about that, Julian? Colleen one, two nine seems to be implementing. So thank you. Keep listening and keep being consistently amazing. Uh, but that's awesome. And yeah, just at the end of this show or right now, pause and leave us a review and you could be the person we put on good Blast. Next week and shower you with love and praise,
0: and just think about it, seven billion people are going to hear your review.: Pretty.: wow. empty, huh? I mean, if you ever wanted to launch yourself into the stratosphere <laughs> of amazing people, yeah. this, we'll this is the place the to do it. Yeah, yeah. break yeah. The Internet. All right, enough pleasantries.
1: Nick, I want to know what the heck are we talking about today? I'm, I'm hungry. What are <laughs> we
2: doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about uh, our ego and <gasps> how it. It kind of sucks. <laughs> We're gonna talk trash about the ego trash that tends to creep up and keep us ego stuck. Trash. Ego egos, trash. Ego yep. trash. Uh, just, mm, uh, just keeps us from our, our greatest self, our most truest, our most truest self. That's not a thing. But, it is and, now. It is, and, it is now. Yep. Copyright. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there is. Uh, obviously we, we've. If you're here for not the first time, which is a poor way of saying if you're a returning listener. There you go. Um, you know that we've talked about the ego quite a bit um, and, and you understand that we're not talking about the ego in terms of someone being arrogant or being showy. Like that's not the ego we're talking about. We're talking about the ego that is the part of you that wants to stay as the construct of the human that you've believed yourself to be for the last 31 years in my life. Cause I'm 31 or however old you are. Um, so that's, that's the ego we're coming to talk trash about today. Uh, not because the ego is, is, the devil or a demon, but it's a part of you that if you can learn to sidestep it and see some of the symptoms that it likes to throw at you, you can begin to um, silence it. You can begin to step aside it and, and actively say like, no, I'm good. There's a part of me that means more to me that that has more to say that has um, just a more heartfelt connection to the things that I'm doing in my my life. And thank you, ego, you've had the wheel for you know decades. I'm gonna take over from here. So there are some patterns that we'd like to discuss today, some things that we'd like to make sure that you are aware of so that when your ego starts to creep up in your life, you will now know like, oh, ego. you're so silly. Thank you, though. I got it from here. So that's what we're talking about today, Julian. We we're talking about your ego and how it can kind of be a pain in the ass sometimes and how to sidestep that. So mm. um, yeah, I'm going to kick it back to you and let you start. That, was a, great, that was a great teacher explanation. I feel yeah. like I've just been taught. Thank
1: you. Um, Thank you wow your students are anywho yeah so just like nick said when we hear ego most people think like oh that's your cocky side that's your arrogant side and like actually that is part of it but it's not the whole pizza pie that's just mm-hmm. a sliver of the crust so yeah your ego is so literally up until this point in time up until you listening to this episode your ego is your who you Who your brain thinks you are based on everything you've seen and experienced up until this point, consciously and unconsciously. And so the ego loves to. So the the reason why so many people are resistant towards like meditation and stillness at first is because when we are just simply being, the ego has nothing to identify itself as. Because the ego, without comparison, the ego doesn't exist. So the ego is what we our ego defines itself as what we have and what Mm -hmm. we don't have um, what we've done and what we haven't done, um, where we compare ourselves to other people, where we stack up against others. Our ego is constantly, it's like sonar, right? Like you, if sonar never bounced back, right? Like bats and dolphins and stuff, like, you know, they send out sonar and it's got to hit something and come back and they go, oh, that lets me know who I am and where I am, right? Your ego is the same way, but when there's nothing else around, when there's no stories or people or comparisons, when there's no shoulds and shouldn'ts, your ego actually hasn't your ego isn't alive, your ego isn't there. So that's why a lot of people like at first their brains don't like meditation. At first their brains don't like sitting in intentional stillness. Yeah, because your ego's like, Hey you're you're killing me. Bring bring me back. Get me back <laughs> in the driver's seat. So that's what Nick and I mean. And so why letting your ego lead is so um why letting your ego lead is so detrimental to you arriving at your greatest good is because it's like letting a nine-year-old drive a car, right? Like it's, it's like letting a, it's like letting a nine-year-old who has a very limited view of the world and of how reality works and um, call the shots because your, your ego doesn't see the whole story, right? Your ego just thinks, okay, I am this thing. Mm -hmm. Meaning that everything else outside of me is either for me or against me. So I'm going to really like, that's how I'm going to live life. Is this, does this help the ego or does this hurt the ego? And if it helps the ego, I'm going to chase it. If this helps the ego, I'm going to hoard it and accumulate it and crave it. If this hurts the ego, I'm going to stress about it and create anxiety about it and worry about it and preoccupy precious time and energy, worrying, thinking, stressing about it. So, and all of that is bad. <laughs> all of that is bad. A it just pulls you out of the moment. Stress is bad. Stress is bad. This pulls is it, news to me. Pulls you out of the moment where you're, you're powerless when your body is here, but your brain is over there. Yeah. You just can't do anything, right? Like, just try. Try to fast forward a couple of days and do stuff. Yep, you didn't because you can't. But here you can. Here you can be a great person. Here you can take ownership of your thoughts and actions. Here you can tell your loved ones that you love them. Here you can go choose to do things that serve you. Here you can,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: not, not, not when your ego is playing future past games. Mm-hmm. Um, so for just a quality of life purpose, like your ego will lead you to trash town, garbage bill every day. Now from a, and I'm all like, I'm the neurophysiological guy. And so what if I told you that when your ego is in charge, you get weaker, dumber and unhealthier. What if I told you that, would that incentivize you to go less ego? Because when our ego takes over our, so we have two, uh, our nervous system can either go one of two ways. We have our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system. Now, our sympathetic nervous system is the ego-driven part. And that's the, that's the part of our nervous system that kicks us into threat response mode. So literally, our physiology changes. Our breath gets more shallow. We lose brain hemisphere coherency, meaning, okay, ah, when you're happy, when you're in the now, when it's not ego, all your brain centers are talking to each other. Your frontal cerebral cortex, which is that part of your brain that is the rational decision maker. It is the emotional regulator. Um, You pull the plug on that. And these little stress centers in your brain light up like crazy. So literally you're taking the biggest, most powerful part of your thinking brain and you're unplugging it, leaving you with reactive stupid brain, caveman or cavewoman brain, um, which prematurely ages your neurons. It prematurely ages your brain. uh, So yeah you actually get dumber. Um, it raises cortisol, which prematurely ages your skin and your muscle and your connective tissue cells. So you get unhealthier, you get weaker, it messes with your metabolism, you get flabbier, because it wants to hold on to fat because it thinks there's a threat. Uh, causes it swelling in your joints, like literally, just like, from a health standpoint, ego kills you. Um, and then... From a decision-making standpoint, when we are in threat detection mode, your brain is on the lookout for what's wrong. So most of us go into threat detection mode when there is nothing wrong, but if we're on the look for something, we'll find it. So if there's no immediate threat, our brain will go, oh, but maybe you're not good enough. Maybe that's the problem. Or maybe this may go wrong in a day, or maybe this may go wrong in two days, or no, it'd be bad if... You ran out of money and went broke and everyone left you and you die. Wouldn't that be sad? Like literally this is the stuff that your ego does when it shifts your sympathetic nervous system on and your brain goes wild. So all of that should incentivize us to say, hmm, maybe it's time I put real me in driver's seat and let ego put him in the baby seat. Strap him in. (laughs) Yeah, put you know? him in the
0: car seat. Put um, him in the car
1: seat. Let him flail his little arms and his little legs and rattle his little rattle and drink his little milky drink
0: because he's a baby. He's a little baby. Aww. I just, uh, I, I think, Julian, if you were to apply for the job of spokesperson for Ego, I don't think they would hire you because you, you really just just dragged him or her through the mud quite a bit. Um, and I hope that you guys were, were sitting with that and present with that and all of the things that Julian just said. Um, that, that tend to come up when the ego is in that driver's seat and driving your car. Um, because if you were, then hopefully you're open to what's going to happen in the rest of this episode, which is um, what is the benefit of, of not letting your ego play? Uh, and how can we kind of let that take the the baby seat, the car seat, um, so that we can have more control um, of, of what we want and what we go to create in this world. And something that I I also was thinking about as Julian was talking is like, your ego is the response to the question of what do you do and what do you have? Like it is, I am a teacher, I am a coach, I am like, it's all these titles, these, these constructs of, who you have been. It's like your old story all painted in one picture, a still moment, a a picture that's been captured in a frame. Like it's not moving. It's not fluid. It's like, these are the things that I am. These are the things that I do. The yourself, like the person that who you are, that's kind of been battling your ego and needs to come out and play more is the question or the answer to the question of who you are. Who are you? And that question doesn't require any titles. It doesn't require any uh, roles or, or status symbols. It's just are you, and that tends to come back to the heart. Like, who are you? What are you living for? What are you here for? And that is the person that we want to have come out and play more. So, um, with all of the neurophysi see, I can't even say the words, Julian. Neurophysiological. I'm a very smart man. You, you, <laughs> your ego is saying that. <laughs> neurophysiological. <laughs> neurophysiological. All of these detriments to your neuro. Ne- Oh boy, the teacher is being schooled. I teach algebra. It's different. <laughs> the limit does not exist. How about that for algebra? <laughs> That's calculus. I don't know that. Anyway, um, so your ego can, can come up and kind of, uh, and it's going to do so in, in, um, in a way that you don't know that it's coming up to creep up on you. So that we kind of started talking about the premise of this episode because I was mentioning something that um, a, a client, And I were were discussing about him being enough and just no matter what like finding self-acceptance no matter the circumstances around him and I felt called to tell him like you can say that you're enough but there's going to be this whisper of your ego that you need to be aware of and catch that your ego is going to continue to put a condition on your enoughness put a condition on your self-acceptance and what we're here to tell you is that your ego is wrong. Like you can find your enoughness. You can accept your acceptance. That's a redundant sentence without the condition that gives you permission. So you don't have to wait until you are making a thousand dollars more per month in your business to feel like, ah, I can finally feel like I'm enough. And you don't have to wait until the five pounds finally falls off your waist to, to feel like you can accept yourself. Like it's a to, to fool the ego, to, to really conquer the ego, you have to wipe the slate clean and say like, regardless of what happens here and every moment moving forward, I know that I am enough regardless. And why? Because I exist. There you go. I'm enough. Yeah. I like that. But it's, it's a matter of like having the courage and like the, the fortitude to end the sentence after the word enough. I am enough, period. But your ego is that thing, that pervasive thing that's going to creep in and say, well, wait a second. Yeah, We need to go and get these things before we feel like we are enough. And that just continues this cycle of, oh, I guess I got to make $1,000 more. I have to lose five pounds more. And I just have to continue to do things to prove my enoughness. And it's really just a matter of, nope, sorry, ego. I'm enough as I am. I can accept myself as I am. I can love myself as I am, period. And if you can find it in yourself to, to wipe the conditions clean and then find that acceptance, man the ego gets scared. It's going to have some resistance. It's going to want to like, say like, "Mm, but are we sure? And again, if you can just step up to the plate again and say,
2: "Mm,
0: yes, we're okay. That allows the ego to take a seat. It takes the car seat at that point, um, which allows you to step into who you are and really vibrate from this place of like, I know who I am and that's it. And yeah. That's when the fun happens. Like it's counterintuitive. We feel like the thing that we need to go get is going to give us that feeling of enoughness and acceptance, and it does. For it gives you like a little hit, like oh yeah, you you're cool. You you kind of ride this wave. You're cool, and then that thing goes away, or like the the newness of it goes away, the nuance of it goes away, and you kind of ride back down to oh now I have to go back up and get find something, accomplish something. But you can just feel that way as a baseline. Like you can feel good, you can feel great, just because. And then still go get, because, you know, we're humans, we have opposable thumbs and we're here to do things, but you don't have to put your feeling of enoughness. You don't have to put your justification for why you're allowed to feel good behind it. Your ego wants you to, which is why we're talking trash about the ego. But wipe the slate clean, no conditions, no circumstances, doesn't matter what's in front of you. You are enough. You can accept yourself. You can love yourself and then go do human stuff, which is opposable thumbs and And the like, as uh, I love that Julian says, we have opposable thumbs. We're here to do stuff. We are. are.
1: Yeah. We are. We are here to do stuff and do cool stuff. But your ego, your ego does not want you to do cool stuff. Your ego. um, So when a lot of people, because a lot of people listening to this podcast, they're either on the verge of or in the process of creating change in their life. Great. Mm -hmm. Why do, as humans, why do we perceive change as hard? um right like why is going to the gym hard right like we all know how to get in our car accelerate park get out go into the gym and move the weight from point a to point b we all know how to do that yes um or we all can conceive theoretically how that would go right we all know how to not put bad food in our face right like (laughs) we all know how to be like yeah it actually requires Zero energy to not put bad <laughs> shit in your face. Um,
0: but it's so hard, Julian. Why? It's so but, but here's hard. the thing. No, hard
1: means strenuous. Strenuous means requiring effort. insane amounts of energy and effort and fortitude and willpower. It actually requires zero calories, right, to not put a thing in your mouth, right? Like, so we understand consciously That creating change, it sometimes is inconvenient, but it's like, it's not this, um, it's not this calculus. That's what, that's what I perceive as, right? It's not this like Herculean uphill rock pushing battle. If we're just talking what is factual and what is real, but it's the stories and the negative energy created by the ego that will thwart us from creating the change. Warped. great word, word, of the wonderful day. word, word of, the month. word of the day, October of is that the month. month. Um, right, and so we need to understand that our ego, and you, and this is where you you kind of have this love hate with it, because in its own warped, weird, overprotective, silly, shitty way, it's trying to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Right, we are these amazing, expansive beings. When I say Nick, Nick, the thing in you that goes, I'm oh, Nick.
2: That's me, Nick. You are this expansive, I I know you, we got to work on that, but you are this expansive being, Mm -hmm.
1: but you happen to be attached to a human mind and a human body that have created this thing that we just in the English language call ego to try to keep that body safe from harm. Right. And so the ego does not like when there's risk involved. When there's risk of being seen, when there's risk of succeeding, when there's risk of failing, when there's risk of being judged, the ego thinks all of that is doom and death, mm-hmm. it's done dirty. And so you need to understand that like, it's almost this inverted reality. It's almost like bizarre World. What your ego hates, your soul and your heart will
2: love. Change and evolution, baby. Yeah. It's yeah. not and like change. that. Yeah. It does not like that. Why? Well, we've gotten so good at being this
1: version of ourselves and holding on to these stories and comparing ourselves to these people and having these things and not having these things um, and doing these things and not doing these things. You want to mess all that up for me, for ego, man, don't mess up that. And if you want to answer that call on your heart to change and grow, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to rain on egos parade. And so a lot of people like, you know, whether it's resistance or stress, whatever name we give it, the ookie bookie, if you listen to last episode, yeah, the ookie bookie baby. Yeah. On, on asking why that negative feeling, it's not this marching order that has to be obeyed. It's simply a nudge from your ego saying, if you keep doing this, I'm going to lose the, how, what I conceive myself to be. That is a good thing. That Mm -hmm. is a very, very good thing because if we listen to ego, like tomorrow's going to look like yesterday. If we listen to ego, Next year is going to look like last year. If you listen to ego, we're going to get to that point at the end of our life and look back and go, Oh shit. <laughs> ego drove me here. Right. And now I have regret. And now I'm dead. And now I'm going to haunt all of the, <laughs> no, it's an um, interesting
0: progression. You're taking us down here.
1: Things got dark. Things got it dark. Did. Um, but, but anyway, like that's what ego wants. And so at the end of the day, like an overprotective grandma. It's trying to keep you safe and nice. But you got to be like, grandma, I don't need to wear a jacket. It's 98 degrees outside. Ah, 98 She's degrees, great like, band. Oh, I like that, that music video. Nick Lachey's like, he's in a boxing ring and he's shirtless. And he's all wet.
0: Whoops, we detoured. Okay, anywho. We're back to it. Something that I'm going to bring us back <laughs> the detour with is, yeah, so like if you're like, I don't, I don't know if the ego's been running my, my show or not. Um, consider like, and most people do this around New Year's Eve, right? We, we all make these resolutions, whether the, we write them down or actually consciously just think about them, whatever. Like if you've made decisions, you're like, I want to do this this year. 2020 is coming up, people. But you then look back on those decisions you made at the end of the last year and you're like, oh, not much has changed. That's likely because you've allowed an ego to run the show. Because again, as Julian has been saying, your ego wants you to stay as you are because the ego identifies itself through the patterns that it has become to know. So if things have started to look different, your ego is going to freak out. If you try something new, your ego is going to freak out. It's going to give you reason to stay where you are because it prefers its existence to stay comfortable and familiar. That's how it likes to operate. So again, whether it be new year's resolutions, or if you've made a goal and you're like, Oh, I didn't stick to that or I didn't change the way that I was. That's because you ignored your, heart and soul's calling of like, this is what I want. This is what I desire. And you've just been caught up in your ego who loves to rationalize and talk down to your dreams and and kind of water down everything that you feel is expansive. And yeah, if you're looking for a tell as to where you're at on the scale of have I let ego run my, my life or have I let my heart and soul run my life? consider how much change you've experienced, how many things are different. Like if you can look back at the last year, three years, five years, and you're like, man, there's a lot of stuff that's been the same.
1: Or slightly different variations of the same.
0: Right. Or like, yeah, yeah. just the same patterns of, of different things. Yes. Yeah. Like whether it be like, oh, I'm, I'm in a different relationship now, but they still treat me the same way that other person treated me, I guess. Like that's the same pattern. So that's your ego although giving you different circumstances almost as an illusion to say like, Hey, you're changing. Isn't that cool? But your patterns are the same. Like the same person is, is, is with same type of person. Or maybe you left a job and you're like, Oh, I'm expanding. But you just, it was a, a lateral move to a different job that has the same benefits and the same position. Like all of this is egos trickery to keep you in the box that it prefers. So again, look at your life Give it, give it whatever time frame your intuition calls you to look at. But if you look at the last year, the last five years, the last ten years, and you're like, seems all very similar, your ego's probably been at the uh, or in the driver's seat. And consider this kind of the wake up call for you to be like, oh, okay. So if I don't want this to continue, I have to make some different decisions. I have to start to introduce different yeah. um, ways of being, and that would mean. That we have to overcome when our ego tries to talk yeah. down to our our great desires, because those great desires, when they come through us, the more that we talk down to them, the more that we allow our ego to <clears throat> stomp them out and say, like, no, this isn't worth it. Stop the yard. The less you trust yourself, the less you <laughs> stomp the yard. The less <laughs> it's so weird. I was thinking about this movie like three days ago and <laughs> mentioned it. Man, synchronicity. Ding ding. All right, sorry, but. Yeah, <laughs> the more you allow your ego to take control and it's the the longer you allow this process to take, take hold, um, the less you're going to trust that call. When, when you open yourself up the the couple of times that you allow that call through your heart and your soul to like be the thing that guides you and you see that it benefits you and you can see that eventually, although it might be uncomfortable in the beginning, like it feels different, it feels weird. You see on the other end of it that like really cool stuff happens that evidence allows you to to trust yourself and open yourself up to the process, but you have to be courageous enough to allow that first one to to go down. And if you've got five to 10 years of, of ego domination, like it, it's just going to be like, let us be that calling and be like, Hey, you got to do something different here. Um, because when you do and you see on the other side of that, like, Oh, this is better. It gets fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and here, here's, here's how to beat it. And if I could rewind this, I would use a different word. Not beat. Here's how.
1: Here's here's how. We're referencing Michael Jackson on the show now. Did you not see the documentary, Nick? Oh, I did. I I still got groovy tunes. Oh, God. He's the king of pop. Anyway, um, here's how you bring ego onto your team. So ego is a hit and run guy or girl, right? So ego operates a little bit like this. This is my Nick impression walking around. Oh, what's up, man? yeah, Touching
2: my hair. I'm so cool. Boom. My intuition hits me. Hey, Nick, become a coach. Right Mm -hmm. now in that moment, Nick can see a bigger future
1: for himself. Oh my God. I, I love coaching. I love creating transformation in people's lives. That'd be so cool. And I can make money doing it, which opens up so many opportunities to grow and expand And then the ego hit and run like literally drives up it's like it's like yeah but you might fail and you're not good enough and there's other
2: people doing it better bye and it
1: just leaves it just like shits on everything and then you're like oh oh and then you're left with this negative taste in your mouth and then you typically just go about you're like "Eh, that idea is gone
0: right that is such an amazing piece of imagery because it's it's just so true. But it's, like it's, I, I hope it'll people pop up, it pop
1: up. It'll pop up and then it will yeah. be like whoosh, gone and you're like what the what was that? Right. But now I don't want to do this cool thing anymore. Or I still want to do it but I'm 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 too overwhelmed, I'm too stressed, there's too much that could go wrong, I'm too busy, it's not the right time, maybe my ego is right. So
2: here's the thing. If you can not let the ego drive away, you will win. Meaning so the like, let's rewind. Wow. Sure. I'm, I want to be a coach. Cause I'm sure you thought about it before you
1: actually took action on it. Right. And I'm sure. Ego came in, right. So let's rewind. I'm Nick. I'm touching my hair. I'm super cool. I got a mustache. Okay. I should be a coach. All these great things. Here comes ego. And Nick, you're, you're not good enough to do it. And uh, there's other people doing it better and uh, all this stuff. And it okay. tries to drive away. And if you can like conceive yourself as grabbing, like mm. give it a name. Come here, Carl. Wait a minute don't allow it to leave play it out like whatever negative emotion it creates in you try to feel it as powerfully as possible and i know this feels counterintuitive but if it creates stress within you in that moment try to try to create as much stress as you can in that moment if it if it creates inferior anxiety try to like like feel as inferior as you can feel as anxious as you can in that moment try to play it all the way through to its emotional fulfillment and if you do like it you'll be like oh. It will dissolve. Like it's the coolest thing. I don't uh I don't know the science behind why this works or how this works. I think it has to do with making the unconscious conscious or something like that. But if you can like grab it and be like, Okay, like this this fear of failure that's creating this negative feeling within me, I'm gonna take that negative feeling and try to turn the dial up to 10. I'm gonna try to play this thing out to the all the way through the doomsday scenario. And A, sometimes it's like really hard to even get it to that point because there's no real threat, right? So, but B like if you can. Like you'll, you'll feel it. You'll feel the negative energy. Um, so anything you bring into the light of your consciousness expands, right? Energetically, it starts to vibrate a little faster. So you're literally bringing this low energy fear gunk and you're pulling it up into higher energies of awareness and consciousness. And I, it dissolves. It's like the coolest thing. Try it. Um, but so next time you have that cool idea or that you're called to create that type of change and then ego pulls up with the hit and run and be like, oh no, you don't little shit like grab it and then and then turn the dial up to 10 like whatever you're here to make me feel that's going to dissuade me from this i'm going to sit in it and feel it as hard as i can but you're bringing this low energy thought this low energy level of consciousness up up the ladder up up into higher ranges of awareness and consciousness and it dissolved yeah. and so
0: i think a part of that too is like as you really envision like what okay so like if if the ego's pulling up yelling at you in a very high pitched voice and it's it's
2: Pretty telling man. you, it's, <laughs> it's,
0: it's telling you that, you know, there's people that are doing it better than you. There's, uh, you know, there, there's uh, the, there's failure on the other side of this, yada, yada, yada. Like when you play it out and you're like, oh, well, even if that did happen, okay, that's not that bad. Yeah. That's all right. Like, yeah. I remember when we were talking to Tommy, uh, Tommy Baker was on our, our really cool podcast a, a while back. We were discussing a really scathing review that he got um, <laughs> from his, his book. And it was so bad that Amazon had to take it down because hate it was speech. considered hate speech. <laughs> so like we were talking about this and I think Julian was the one like, that is the thing that everybody is so scared of. Like that actual moments of like, you try, you put yourself out there, you put your heart on the line, you make this book, right? And then somebody tells you it's so bad to the point that it's hate speech and they have to take it down. Like that is the worst case scenario. This is the, the same kind of idea as, as what Julian is saying is, play it out. See what the worst case scenario could be. And you probably will realize that, it's, oh, I didn't die. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. And if you can kind of bring your ego to the light, the one that's been pestering you and giving you a hard time and making you feel like it's not worth it, you'll you realize that it's not a very powerful thing. And that's why its tactic is drive-by because if it, <laughs> if it stayed there and, and actually like, toe-to-toe went toe-to-toe with your heart and soul like your heart and soul is a powerful powerful thing and your ego is just like this little dude like <laughs> that has got napoleon syndrome and yeah like it's just trying it <laughs> it to just yell from the car window yeah. but if it just stepped out you could see it's about as tall as kevin hart and really can't do anything <laughs> kevin hart if you listen to this man i'm so sorry nothing but love uh, kevin uh, nothing but love love you so much um but that's why its tactic is to drive by and like yell at you quickly and run away because if it were no substance no substance it it has no substance so if you allow it to sit there and be like okay so tell me more about how that failure is going to feel tell me more about how i'm inferior tell me more about what you're saying to me in terms of why you're trying to convince me not to follow my heart tell me more about that and you're going to find that it's not so bad because you know it's just fear it's all projection it's all the the fear of losing what you have created as the construct of you that's what the ego is and if you can be like oh that wouldn't be so bad actually yeah um it allows you to have the freedom to be like all right well if it's not that bad i guess i'm gonna follow this thing and like i was saying before once you follow that heart and soul call heart and soul
2: calling yeah
0: i mean we're just rambling through here at this this Hour of the day. Bumbling, blumbling bumbling, and blubbling. <laughs> but, but if you can follow it and just see on the other side of it one or two times, like how cool it is when you actually follow through with something that came through you that was exciting, yeah. that was like, oh my God, this would be great. And didn't listen to the ego when it was like, yeah, but you're, you got nothing. Yeah. You're full yeah. of shit. Like this isn't going to happen. Like if you can just follow through and be like ignoring that um, to the point that like I can see the result of it. Yeah. It's really, really cool. So I like what Julian said. Like, let it hang him hang out for a second. Hey, don't yeah,
2: let grab him
1: drive him. by. Grab I've him or her. Don't let him. Don't let him scurry off into the night. Uh, you know, pull into Chuck E. Cheese and hang out. Grab him. Um, that would be where he hangs out. Oh, it. total creeper, she. hanging out at Chuck E. Cheese. Anyway, <laughs> I'll give you a story. Give you a story about this, and I share this. I share this story with our sweet, sweet viewership, listenership often. So you've mm. heard it. If. But we'll talk about ego, and we'll talk about the insight. the the flash of brilliance. And we'll talk about how ego wants to drive by and shit on it and leave. Um, When I was really kicking some ass and taking names as a fitness coach and running an online fitness business, I was living in Hawaii. Uh, Things on paper looked good, but this call on my heart would not go away to get into transformational coaching, right? To help people transform at an interior level that leads to massive 360 transformation. I wanted to do that every time. And this thing would hit me clear as day. Like, dude, this is what you're called to do. And I'd be like, Whoa, like if I got to do that every day, that, that would be so cool. Whoop, drive by ego, but you're the fitness guy. Everyone already knows you are the fitness guy. You're not that guy. You don't have those skills yet. Look at all these other people that already have those skills. Uh, look at all the time and money you've already invested into branding this business. Uh, you're bald. Uh, <laughs> just like literally all this stuff. And then it drives away, and I go. I guess the hell, man. I guess I'm just going to keep settling for the same. And here's the thing: what I had was good.
0: Settling in Hawaii is not terrible.
1: (laughs) Well, no, no. I mean, there's something to be said for gratitude. Like, you can be totally grateful for what life has already brought to you. Yeah. But still,
2: be there's something different.
1: Yeah, yeah, And, and the one doesn't mean the other. Just because you're committed to expansion doesn't mean you don't think what you have is nice. But like the the ego will try to tell you that story, and so for me, for months, I would. I wake up, like, eh. like I knew it. I could feel it. It was a heavy, heavy feeling. Um, and then after doing this kind of work that Nick and I are talking about, this inner work, this deep work, the good work, the special work, the fun work, ching ching. Um, I was like, screw it. Like that is so ego. Ego. That's so ego. Oh. And then so the next time ego pulled up, and he definitely drives like a ninety nine Mazda Miata. He's like, Skirt, I grabbed him. I said, okay, yeah, uh huh. I'm already fitness guy. What happens if I change? Right? Like, oh, people are going to see me differently. People are going to see me as this guy. Oh, some people may not uh, know who I am as an expert yet. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Like, okay, and then what? Okay, okay and then what? Okay, okay, and then what? And this, and this slightly negative feeling in me. Again, I try to turn it up as hard as I can. Okay, what if I fail? What if this? What if this? What if this? <sighs> and I just brought this low energy, this low emotional state into the state of consciousness, into the state of awareness, into the state of like, okay. And call me crazy, Nick, but I brought it to a state of love. I'm like, oh, you're trying to protect me from looking silly?
2: I love that.
1: It's so nice of you. Get out of your Miata. Come give me a hug, you little man. And then like, I was like, it's go time. Let's do this. And then I locked myself in a room and just brain dumped the Fearless Life Project. And now it came to life. And now a couple years later yay it's going well and it's fun mm-hmm. um all these th- like and all these worst case scenarios from the ego like never even came close to coming true
0: right, right? And um, i think there's something to note here too like julian's ego didn't die like he he oh, overcame he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he overcame the one and like there was a little battle there and he's like all right cool i'm gonna do this fearless life project but now there's an ego or the ego has like Uh, adapted itself to what the Fearless Life Project is. Like, oh Julian, you're a powerful coach. Oh, you're a co-host of a podcast. Oh, Julian, like this is the ego of you. So if Julian were to decide to to do something different or even within his business, Fearless Life Project, want to do a different type of program than he's never done before, the ego is still going to creep up and have that story to tell him. It's not like the ego dies. The ego will adapt to your new circumstance that you've evolved to. Yeah. Just a, a constant reminder of at every level that you have every level that you that you grow to there's going to be that drive by and yeah. if if the, the more the higher the level you get to the the more you can be like dude we've done this before what are you oh, doing yeah. Like, yeah the ego because it's like unless
1: you get a lobotomy <laughs> the ego is gonna <laughs> it's gonna be there we don't want to kill it it's because remember it's in a way it's our trying to
0: keep you safe
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah um so we don't want to demonize it we don't want to we don't want to you know, put it on a dartboard and throw darts
2: at it. Um, But we want to evolve our relationship with it. Yes. We want to evolve our relationship with it. Like I said, like grabbing it,
1: turning it up, like whatever, whatever negative seeds it's trying to plant water them right then and there, turn it up, let it, let it take on full force. And you'll see that there's nothing actually there. Mm -hmm. You'll see that there's nothing actually there. And then it's just you consciously making a decision. Well, if there's nothing here, what's stopping me? if there's nothing stopping me why aren't i moving forward and then you just start moving forward uh and, and that and that's what we're talking about so yeah like i may get the call of my heart to sell everything and, and move to costa rica and start doing ayahuasca retreats right like and if that's the call of my heart and the this is, is the
0: last episode of the news <laughs> <laughs> turns out Julian's julian was never <laughs> seen
1: again uh, right but again like my, my my ego would say the same exact thing oh, but you work so, much, so hard to become a transformational coach and learn about neurophysiology and all this behavioral science and you have this nice client base and all these followers on Instagram and then
2: Yeah, but I don't own
1: any of this shit, right? Like, we're here for a blink of an eye, right? Like, everything is energy and energy is like water and it just wants to go and flow. And when you try to hold on to water, what happens? You look silly because it's gone. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, like, it's, it's not just, it's not like this epic slay the dragon and it's gone forever. nor would you want it to be? nor would you want it to be because here's where you
2: get Jedi Neo from the matrix samurai master level. Hmm. When the ego chimes like the in. You under-
1: yeah. <laughs> the tribrit. Uh, when, 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 when you feel ego, you actually know you're leaning towards something really cool and exciting. Right. right. So you can be like, should I go this route? Oh, ego drive by. I think I should because the ego is trying to keep me away from it, which means it is expansion.
0: If you see a little man driving by (laughs) a 99 Miata. But here's the thing Should I stay
1: in tonight and eat this pizza? (laughs) If there's no drive by, odds are that's like the ego's like, no drive by needed, bro. You're right where you need to be, according to Egoville USA. So it's like you start to use the ego not as this menace, but as like this feedback thing.
0: Oh. You almost welcome back in. You'd be like, oh, yeah. hello again. Yeah, okay. It almost it means it I'm a, transforming.
1: Yeah, it becomes like a street sign, like this way to awesome town. You're like, okay, well, if the ego chimed in, odds are this is expansion down this line. And right. yeah, and then and then you're like, and then ego just becomes like your it's like your treasure detector on the beach. It's like beep beep beep. Bee, bee, bee. Oh, I feel ego trying to hold me back from this. Odds are this is probably something that's gonna serve. Yes. Right. So that's when you get to the tribrid.
0: Right. Right. I mean, we began this episode talking about how we were going to talk trash about the ego. And I think we've come back to a place <gasps> of acceptance and love of the ego. Because and
1: that's what we do.
0: And that's what we do. We come back to the, the love and acceptance because, again, it's, it's um, one, it's trying to protect you. So thank you, ego. Show it some gratitude. But two, like it is that street sign. It's like, hey, I'm here because what's about to happen or what you're thinking about or what you're believing like, could be really cool, it scares the shit out of me. That's why the ego is doing the drive-by. So if it's scaring the ego, that means that that's something to lean into. So again, we can find gratitude for this little menace of a a drive-by breach of what is it? Mazda Miata? Is that what it's a ninety-nine
1: Miata? (laughs) I'm gonna look that up right now.
0: Right, we'll change the uh, the cover art for our podcast. Just for this one episode. And they'll be like, what the hell? This is totally what the ego
1: drives. If you're not operating a motor vehicle right now, Google image. Can you
0: share your screen with me so I can see this? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely an ego move. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: that red one right there. That's what the the ego drives. Do you think he's got
0: top down or top up? He's got the... Oh,
1: total top down. He has a comb over. He has a comb over and it's riding in the wind all right
0: the listeners cannot see this so they're like what the what the hell sorry we went we went off the rails folks we did we did but it's 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 for the greater good because the ego told us not to and we're like no we want to go look at the car
2: yeah we want to look at
0: you it didn't want it to reveal itself like no we're gonna look you up you son of a anyway so lessons learned here ego. We, we came to talk trash about you, but we also are grateful for you. We know that you're trying to be a needle in our side and keep us stuck. But we know also now that when it shows up and it says like, hey, um, yeah, you, you shouldn't do that. That's a sign that we should. Um, yep. So yes, we can be super, super grateful for its existence because it is a signal that uh, points us in the right direction. But as we, we try to on, on nearly all of the episodes of the New School of Success, is we try to give a tidbit at the end something action- actionable actionable
1: tidbit bring into the
0: tidbit that we can bring into the life of the listener so uh julian i'm going to pitch to you first while i sit my coffee over here yep what is what is one
2: mm-hmm. solid superb really cool
0: yeah. julian tidbit <laughs> you'd like to share
2: yeah so there's a
1: there's a few things there's a few things that allow you to remember because we can't We don't, we can't, and we don't want to get rid of it, ego. Uh, But we do want to change our relationship to it. So one thing that's actually cool that I found helpful is you write a letter to it, just showing it some, some love for all the things it tries to do in your life. Um, That's one thing. And then the other thing is just the next time, and it could be today, it could be next week, it could be next month. The next time you get that call on your heart, because your heart is not your ego. Your heart is who you actually are. You get that call on your heart to change or grow and expand to add something to your life or to finally get rid of something right when you feel it wait for the (laughs) drive-by wait for the 99 miata to pull up and when your ego comes to try to shit on that amazing idea don't let it leave don't let that negativity try to run away grab it whatever negative feeling it's trying to evoke within you turn it up try to feel it in its most intense form and watch how it like dissolves watch how it it watch how it isn't this boogeyman coming to get you. It's simply a feeling that comes and goes and just see how different you view yourself and how different you view the change you're called to experience because it, it can set you up for some very, very cool growth very, very quickly.
0: Hmm. Preach. Preach. I like it. Church. Um, So my tidbit for you, beautiful listeners, uh, Sam and uh, Jackson and (laughs) Sam Jackson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shaft, Shaft, are you watching this?
0: (laughs) Sam, Sam, comma, Jackson, comma, Sam Jackson. I'm sick of all these
1: snakes (laughs) on this podcast. Sorry, okay.
0: Anyway, back to it. Uh, My suggestion to you is there's, all of us like to look at our our past, our history, and find evidence of how things have gone wrong or evidence of of things that uh, can justify any kind of anxiety or or worry or, or frustration that we have in this moment. But what we don't do often is go back and look at the moments that um, validate a reason to call or or to trust the call of your heart. So it doesn't matter if it was in the last year, five years, 10 years, but there's something in your life where you went against the wishes of your ego and chose to do something that would um, make you feel good, make you evolve. Um, So one quick, really quick short story, uh, short story of mine is that frankly committing and, and kind of diving into the relationship with my wife was that thing for me. It didn't make sense. My ego was like, no, she lives an hour and a half away. No, you just ended a four and a half year relationship. Why dive back into something? Like all of the, the there was a lot of ego whisper there. But I dove in, I was like, no, I just I feel like this is the thing for me. I feel like this is something that's good for me. And lo and behold, it be, it, she became my wife, and that's turned into a, a little family of ours. And like it's been the literal best thing that's ever happened to me by saying, No, thank you, ego. I I appreciate you trying to protect me, but I'm gonna keep moving down this path that I feel called to, to do so. So that's for me, that's been an amazing experience of mine when I disregarded my ego and, and went with something that I felt called to do. But look back in, in your past and find moments where maybe it didn't make sense. Maybe your ego was, was yelling at you saying, don't do that. Like the, this doesn't make any, like rationally, this doesn't add up, but you chose to do something different and just remind yourself of how amazing it has been when you, actually committed to something that was against your ego and give yourself the evidence of like, oh, right. There is quality quality living on the other side of me trusting what is good for me and what I feel called to do, even if there's rational, logical, egoic sense that maybe this isn't the right move, but you trusted it and you went with it anyway. That is what I suggest for you to do. Look back in your past, find the stuff that's been really cool on the other side of really bold decisions that didn't make sense. And just say like, oh, that's happened before, it can happen again. So when you find yourself here and now, in moments where you're like, I don't know if I should do this, ask yourself, take a deep breath, and is this my heart or is this my ego? And if it's your heart and you've decided that and you can trust that, do it because you know that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be more than okay. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And Yeah. So stop letting
1: letting that debug in the Miata ruin your good time. Um, and if you drive a miata we have nothing against miatas um that's all i have to say about that so okay there you go there's two very powerful tidbits to implement in your life right now use hmm. one use either nick or mine i would say mine use in, both in tandem <laughs> i think they both good. Yeah, use both but this is the if, if, if you go back to any spiritual master that we all revere as a smart person throughout the ages. They all in some way, shape or form spoke to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, so fear, the ego, you know, the lower self, the unenlightened self, whatever it's been referred to in the past, like your journey to your greatest good, I promise you comes from changing this relationship and acting on it. So change this relationship and act on it. Um, other than that, I would say if you found this helpful, we would love to hear from you. This is not just us on a pedestal talking to you. We would love to open a dialogue. So find Nick and I on social media. I know Nick is at Nick underscore moving past mediocre. And mm-hmm. Julian is at Julian underscore fearless life. Find us on Instagram, tag us, put, you know, ask us questions, DM us, uh, throw, part of the, throw part of the podcast, screenshot it and put it on your story and tag us. And we will showcase you on our stories and open a dialogue because we want to know what you think about this and we want to help you actually implement this stuff because uh, it's powerful and we've seen it work miracles in our lives and the hundreds of clients that we've served throughout the years. It just works. This stuff is very powerful universal truths. They've been in effect since long before we're here and they will continue to govern the laws of transformation far after we are gone. So you best be using them folks. Uh, but that's all I got to say, Nick, send us off here with the, with the closing remarks and then ring
0: the bell. Closing remarks, ring the bell. Peeps. I mean, we're, we're not the smartest guys in the room, but we do know some stuff. We've lived through this stuff. We've, we've heard our ego chat at us and say like, Hey, Hey, don't do that thing. And we've decided to do that thing. And here we are. <laughs> and if, if, uh, if that's any reason at all for you to do the same, please do that. Because when you trust your heart, when you trust your soul and you say like, this is the thing for me, even if it doesn't make sense, even if the ego is telling me, this isn't who you've been cool because we are built and, and here to transform and evolve and become the coolest and most evolved version of ourselves. And the ego does not like that. So again, trust when the ego is there, that things are, are moving in the right direction. Tell it to move to the side, say thank you, and continue to do your dang thing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. And uh, with that, we will see you on the next episode of the New School of Success. Let's ring that bell.